Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. So this week I've got a guest and um, Shayla and I have been connected on Facebook for quite a few years. I can't even remember where we first connected um, online, but I've got Shayla um, Lockley on today um, from Shayla Unlimited and her and I just have a similar kind of vibe with what we're all about in our business and just values in the world. And so I thought I'd get her on today and have a great chat about all things business, life, um, entrepreneurship, everything. So welcome. Thanks for jumping on. (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much for having me, gorgeous. I'm super excited. I know it's like, it's so funny how like we have these chats and you're like, we should probably put this on a podcast. So like, yeah. sounds great. <laughs> yeah, not just in message where only you and me can see. Right. I'm like, <laughs> we kind of know this stuff, but maybe we want to share it with other people. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, so can you just start explaining a bit about, you know, who you are, what you do, like how you got into business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm Shayla, Shayla Locklear. I'm a high performance coach, business and marketing consultant, and a boutique marketing agency owner. And my mission on this planet right now is to normalize women making millions. And I do that through um, private one-on-one coaching, my masterminds, and um, my consulting work uh, with small to medium-sized corporations and businesses. So, um, yeah, I got into coaching and consulting almost accidentally. I've always been an entrepreneur. Like I I came through corporate and leadership. I say that my resume is the rainbow because I have worked and done every type of position you can imagine from um, selling lawn care to selling love. I was a high-end matchmaker. And so, yeah, (laughs) so I have the, the, um, I've gone through a lot of different, um, let's say, industries learned a lot and finally allowed myself to to dive into my true calling which is entrepreneurship because I've always had businesses on the side so I started in I think we are very similar I started um in fitness Mm, so I yeah so health and wellness fitness I had my own private supplement line I Mm. was a personal trainer as well as a, a group exercise um instructor, which I still do when I have time. Mm. And so I started in that industry. I had my own tea line, um, cool. did a, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I said a whole bunch of stuff. And, um, when I do- like dove into like higher level entrepreneurship, let me say that was, um, when I left corporate and I bought my first franchise, my brick and mortar franchise. And I had that for about two years, learned ridiculous amounts of things inside of that Mm. and then when I sold that I was working with a coach at the time and I was like what am I supposed to do now and she's like you should probably go into coaching consulting like you are really really good at that like Mm. your skill your marketing everything that you do is amazing she's and I was like I can't make any money with that after I'm like paying her $5,000 a month, right? Like, like if I pay, and then she was like, what are you kidding me? So I really didn't know like that could be a thing. It was something I've always done. And so I, I, I love the, the high performance side of things because that's the world that I come from. So I dove into high performance coaching and business and marketing consulting about six years ago um, mm-hmm. when I started online. 
and haven't looked back since. Yeah, that's awesome. How long, so all of that stuff, like your first kind of business venture to now, how long's that period of time? Um, if I was looking at like my first, like full on, like my franchise and everything else, yeah. that was probably like eight or nine years ago. And okay, if we're going to cool. say other entrepreneurial ventures on the side, then that was probably like 12 years ago. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Cool. How, what do you think? Cause you know, obviously the statistics for like how many businesses fail in the first year and then the first five years and all of that. Um, and, and I'm similar. I've been in business for 11 years now. What would you say like has made you stand the test of time and be able to jump from one thing to the next and be successful in all these different businesses and different areas? Um, I would say the biggest thing for me is just tenacity and continuing to keep going. Mm. Um, there's there's the stigma, like you said, like they say most businesses fail within what the first five years or mm. like another thing that's interesting is like, you know, 2% of especially coaching consulting businesses ever, um, women especially ever get to like pass the million dollar mark. And I'm like, yeah. uh, not my clients. I'm like, well, my clients are the 2%. Um, know, right? you know, and it's like, I think the biggest thing that you have to understand is you have to be flexible. You have to be okay with change. Mm. You have to be, um, innovative in a sense, mm. and you have to give yourself grace because I've gone through many iterations of Shayla <laughs> inside yeah. of my business and what yeah. I've done. And you know, I started off as a lifestyle coach and then I was like, yeah, I don't really like that. And I kind of, I went into marketing because everybody was just, well, more like teaching marketing and, and mm -hmm. consulting because everybody was like, your words are just so good. Like you're such a, like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're such a good copywriter. Like who does your copy? I didn't under, at that time, yeah. I didn't even know what it was. I was like, copywriting, yeah. I don't know anything legal. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so eventually like they kept saying, people kept saying that. And I started looking it up because I was like, what are they talking about? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to get in trouble here. Like, I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so I looked in, I'm like, oh, they're talking about like writing for sales, like copywriting for work. I didn't even know it was a thing. Like I just really didn't. So yeah. it was something that came natural. And then once I understood like mm -hmm. that I had a natural ability, mm -hmm. like then I dove into it. Like I got some of the best mentors and learned from everybody and things of that sort. So mm -hmm. like if you would have told me six years ago that now I would be in this position, I'd be like, no, like not really. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. It's, you have to just keep going and, and you have to allow yourself grace and you have to understand that like entrepreneurship is the biggest personal development experience that you'll ever do uh, because okay. you, granted your business isn't you, it's, uh, it's an extension of you. Mm -hmm. So as you're discovering yourself and learning and growing, your business normally does that as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think as well, like a couple of things from that. Number one, I think those statistics are so skewed because we're kind of in a, a subcategory of business, being in the online world and, you know, all the people that we know and the, thing, the way that we do business. We're yeah. probably not in those statistics of people that fill out, you know, how much their business is making and all of that anyway. Um, right. I, 
a mastermind last year where it, everyone in there, and there was over 600 people in there, everyone had to be earning over $10,000 a month. And there were over 600 people in this one mastermind. And yeah. it's like, well, we're not, none of us are the norm and it's not a small group and just like yeah. you with your clients as well. So I think maybe people starting out could get disheartened by those numbers, but yeah. knowing as well, if you're someone like, you know, me or you, we aren't the norm and we never have been, even when we were children or in high school or whatever. So it's like, no, don't even look at that and just pave your own path and do what you want to do. Yeah, you can't, I mean, statistics are great. I like it's, it's, you know, it's great data and things of that sort, but sometimes yeah. you do have to take it with a grain of salt. Just like, you know, I say, if you want to look statistically about where I'm supposed to be based on stereotypes and the way I grew up and everything else, mm -hmm. like I blow all of that out the water. I'm like, and I know, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like what yeah. I'm doing like statistically from stereotype to this to that it doesn't make any sense there's no like I'm an outlier so yeah. you have to understand that like you get to do that and it doesn't really matter what everybody else is is saying and I think it's so funny because I'm around you're I mean you as well we're around millionaires all the time yeah. so when someone's like oh it's only two percent I'm like oh when like literally I'm I, I can call up 17 18 19 millionaires yeah. right now who were my clients or who are my clients right now yeah. I could and it's not that hard so I think yeah. like sometimes and and let me put this lightly because okay to get to that point and this is what I do with my clients like it takes a, a lot I'm not gonna lie like yeah. you, you gotta, there's a lot that has to, to, to maneuver. There's a lot that you have to let go of and unlearn. There's a lot that you have to, um, allow yourself to get to that, to that point. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's easy. And of course it's absolutely worth it, but it's like so normal mm -hmm. in our world that yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. No yeah. Do you think as well, like what you touched on before of like maybe being a minority or like, you know, things like being a woman, being the area you grew up in, being black, like different things. Do you think that's made you work harder to kind of prove yourself or is it just part of your personality that, you know, you were, you're, you're just driven and that's just the way you are? Or is it you know So I'm so glad you asked that because, you know, we, this past year, year and a half, we've all had across the world, a lot of um, unrest in regards to race and unfairness and women, like everything's like exploding in our faces and it's coming up to be healed, I believe. And so when we look at women and when we look at marginalized individuals, um, in regards to race or ethnicity mm. it is very interesting and I feel like once again I'm the outlier to that as well which was mm. very challenging especially when early 20 what 2020 when it was like heavy hitting our world heavy hitting every world yeah and um especially in the the african-american culture black white you know it, it was really a big race war mm. um not to say that it's done but it was like you know it it was horrible yeah. and looking at how I navigated that because there's a lot of like okay there's systematic racism there's this there's that which I believe I'm not saying I don't believe but mm -hmm. also it's never 
from my experience, I yeah. haven't experienced that. Yeah. So when you ask me, like, do you think that you had to work harder because you were black? Mm, I, I don't look at it that way. I never, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've also always been an overachiever. So yeah. nobody was going to like, if I didn't get something or something happened, or, or I don't know, you know, I never went to, oh, it was because I'm African-American or I'm yeah. black. Yeah. Like I ne- that wasn't my first thought. It was yeah. more so like, okay, I wasn't qualified. I didn't do that. Like, you know, yeah. and so maybe when it should have been, but I don't think that would have served me anyway. Like it, what, what would have that exactly. done, you know, besides a, a victim mentality. And I'm exactly. not saying that there hasn't been experiences or we haven't seen experiences where there is prejudice and where there is yeah. racism in certain situations. I, we see it. I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't once again, um, yeah. systematic racism. There is, yeah. but also my experience with all of that has been from, from my knowledge, little, so yeah. it's when we talk about hard work, like, um, and we come from, you know, our, our industry right now is like love, ebb, flow, ease, joy, you know, yeah. but that comes from hard work. Like you, yeah. you, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to lie about that. And I, I want people to understand, um, hard work is not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not that. And because when you think about challenges and you think about growth, right? It's all stemming because you haven't done it before. So anything that you haven't done before is not going to be easy, Yeah. but it's only hard until it's easy. Once we've mastered, not even mastered, but once we've learned and grown and like gotten into that, then it's like, that's the ease. That's the flow. That's the, the effortlessness. But like, until then there's some effort until then it's going to be some challenges and some hard work and not and and everybody I don't care what level you are experiences it it's just the fact that like once you start getting used to it once you start trusting yourself in the process as well once you see that it is actually the process that I don't care who you are everybody goes through you move through it a lot faster than maybe when you started off so you don't even sometimes feel the little bump that's a little challenge you're like um let's go but yeah yeah it's it's, sorry I went way on a tangent but like (laughs) no no we went all the way left but (laughs) yeah when it comes to let's go back to that what you're saying but also when it comes to let's let's talk about maybe women you know when they talk about you know we have it harder in in the workplace and for you know we're paid less and here's the thing that I do understand from working in high high levels and being Mm -hmm. normally one of the only women and particularly probably own black person or a person of person of ethnicity like I didn't get to those tables by accident I wasn't handed shit yeah like you yeah. know like I'm just I'm just I I don't believe that like it wasn't there was no like oh we feel sorry for her or like affirmative action types of no at the level that I was in the companies that I was with you don't just hand the jobs that I had mm-hmm. to anybody because yeah. of they're a woman or because they're yeah. black and we need to fill a token like no 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 it, yeah. did, it did, I did not happen that way yeah so it the thing with women is we do have it harder I'm not gonna lie about that either um just because all that we are like we are so multifaceted mm. so in the workplace like it's a little bit of a challenge due to the fact that like men or divine masculine, you know, they have very set roles in a sense, but I feel that women 
we are not one thing. We are all things. So yeah, we're, we're the boss bitch who Mm -hmm. is running shit at work, but then we're mama when we get home and then we're wife when we get home and, and, and we're so many things. And Mm -hmm. so we have to learn how to navigate all of that. Um, and the workplace doesn't understand that just yet, especially those of us who are mothers. Mm. And I don't take that lightly. I have kids like, you know, I remember I was in matchmaking at the time and like we were having one of the biggest months and I was the only director and also the only sales director. So all the sales came through me. I was responsible for the whole office. Mm. And so it was like, I had my, at the time I was married. So I had my kids and my stepkids, five kids. And I'm, I'm, you know, having a $150,000 month. And so I'm making dinner and I had to bring them all to the office because my, my husband at the time worked third shift. Um, so he was like sleeping and everything else. And it was like two days until the last day of the month. And I was like, all right, I put them in my assistant's office. They had their computers and their iPads and everything else. And I had to get to work as a finish. You know, yeah. and we finished that month off amazingly strong, but it's like, typically a man doesn't have to worry about that. And lucky enough, you know, my office was, you know, downtown. We, I, I had my own space. So my, my, my boss or like they lived, you know, they, they, they were somewhere else, you know, so I could bring my kids to the office now during, yeah. you know, working hours, technically, probably yeah. not. Yeah. but this is the weekend and we're finishing off and I had a huge month and they were like do whatever you need to do and I'm like okay. yeah yeah so these are the things we have to deal with like these yeah. are the things that like a man typically wouldn't have to deal with and yeah. us moms and us women do but despite the fact of like it isn't fair if we have the same qualifications and a man is getting more for what yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. not cool. That's not cool. At I all. actually had my first full night sleep last night in ages, and I'm more t- <laughs> I'm more tired this morning than waking up all through the night because I'm like, oh, now I realize how much I've got to catch up on. Right, you're like, oh <laughs> like, my god. Yeah, I'm like, wow, she slept. <laughs> Give me more. I know. But, and yeah. you have to get you. Your body has to recalibrate to yes, that. You're like, wait, what? Because I'm this? used to like waking up all the time. Yes. I don't understand what this means now what do I do now? Yeah. I know. But you touched on so many good things there. Like, so the first one I want to say is like, it's hard until it gets easy. The analogy I like is like, you're kind of going up a hill and as you're going up the hill, you're figuring everything out. Say you're working on a project and you haven't done this kind of thing before and you're collecting the information, the data, doing the research, learning the things, putting it all together outsourcing things, delegating, you know, whatever you've got to do. And it it feels hard and it feels like you're not really getting anywhere. And then you reach the top of the hill and then it's like, oh, it all starts clicking and then it kind of goes down and it just everything, the results start coming, the sales come in, the leads come in, whatever. It's just like, oh, this is easy now. And I know like, like you, I've, I've had so many different businesses over the years and that first business that I did 11 years ago that in fitness, I had no idea what I was doing, even though I'd worked in sales and, and things like that before, doing it for yourself is so different. And I was yeah. making, you know, a couple of hundred dollars a week in those first few months until I hired a, a coach to help me. Um, 
And it took me like, yeah, I still got there pretty fast compared to a lot of people, but it took me a year or two to get to the six figures and then the multi six figures. Whereas now, because I've done it so many times, I can have a six figure run rate in my first month of a a brand new business, you know, multi six the next month, because once you've done something once, then you can do it quicker and quicker. It's just like, oh, this again. But the same fears come up, the same self-doubt, lack of confidence. It's like, oh, I'm starting from scratch, right? But it's like my ground zero or my scratch is way better than it once was when I was living on welfare and like just starting out, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It always is. It's okay. That's crazy that you can, you think about that. And I think sometimes, you know, for me, and I'm sure for you, it's to get back to that, like, not that we're so far removed, but like you forget Hmm. that. And you've gone through, I mean, both of us have gone through like, I mean, God so much like, and that's just like, it's not the misery love company type of thing, but it's like, when you think back about how much you've actually gone through to get Hmm. where you are, you're like, whoa, yeah, like, oh God, like that's a lot. And so I think sometimes people don't understand that. And for me, I kind of go back and forth with like, I, I do share my story a lot, but um, I, it's sometimes hard for me to like go there when I'm talking about things because I don't want people to feel like any excuse is valid. Because when you start giving yourself an out, like, man, like I didn't give myself, I didn't have a choice. And I know it sounds like bad. I'm like, I didn't give myself a choice. Mm. Like I didn't have a choice. I'm not going back to corporate. I can go back. I I mean, yeah, I, I think I've made myself unemployable. Like, honestly, when, <laughs> when yeah. you get to this point, because they like, if I were to redo my resume right now, I'd be like, okay, this is what I'm making. But like, because I want cheaper like health insurance I'll take a you know I'll take a job that's 150k remotely that's not gonna affect my personal clients that much you know whatever yeah. I can do that they'd be like what are you at <laughs> like huh they, they yeah. wouldn't even trust it because they also know like in a second I'll be like bye like I don't <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. so when you become a certain level of entrepreneur it's almost like you become unemployable <laughs> like yeah And I was going to say that as well, from what you were talking about before, like when I worked, I used to work in telemarketing. I worked in call centers. The last one that I worked in was um, kind of like managing a team and training them up in sales to uh, get for charity, to get people to give to charity on a regular basis. And, um, And I had that and a few other things before that where it was these male CEOs that were older and they knew that I was outperforming, you know, a lot of people and I was doing really well and I kept stepping up and I was doing like managerial kind of position and they promised that to me, but I'd never get it because I was young and female and I kind of got sick of it one day and I was like, well, I don't want to, you know, go through all of that. I want to make my own rules, make my own hours. And my definition of freedom is to be able to do what I want, when I want, with who I want, wherever I want. Uh, And so I created that for myself. Um, And in the beginning, I wanted to create a better life for myself and my family because we were poor. Um, And so 
yeah, I think it can be unfair the way, you know, if you're young, female, maybe in some places, your ethnicity or whatever's going on. But like you said before, if we just use that and as an excuse or as a story, we can get into the victimhood of it. Or we can do what you and I have both done and go, no, this is my reason to create my own thing. And I think as well, like with everything that's gone on with COVID in the last year and a half, I think it's even more important now to have your own business, have your own money, be working on your personal development because you don't, the whole world could turn upside down like it has been. We don't have control on that external, but we can control our income. We can control who we work with and what we do and doing what we love. Um, And I think that's the only way to really move forwards, especially now. Like, I'd love to know like your thoughts on people getting into like, especially the online space, because in Australia, we're still having lockdowns. Two of our states are locked down right now and they're just constantly locking down, which a lot of brick and mortar places are constantly being shut down. Um, I'd love to know your thoughts on, yeah, COVID with entrepreneurship and if people are like, don't have their own business, what are your thoughts on that? Well, here's the thing. I believe that like, what this is doing, like what COVID has done, especially in businesses or online businesses as well, is is shown us like it's a lesson. And and I'm not saying like we're out to be punished as a world or whatever else, but I'm saying we're just seeing like what's sustainable and what's scalable and what's not. Mm. And if it's not sustainable, it's not scalable. And mm. the and as we move into this new age, whatever world we want to call it, whatever you believe, mm. it's not going to last. Mm. So a lot of things that we've been shown is like, this isn't scalable or this isn't sustainable for where we are moving as a country or as a world. And so online, we're so used to it. It was so funny because they were like, oh my God, all these people are moving online. I'm like, what the hell? Like I've been here. Like, huh? Like to me, it's so normal. I had to realize like, oh, that's not how people work. And like, it's still brand new. Mm. So as much as I'm like, I'm completely over it because we've done it for years and this has been what our truth has been. It's still very brand new for a lot of people, a lot of companies even. Yeah. So the, the good part about it is that like, you know, if you are someone who, who desires to have their own business or desires to become an entrepreneur or just starting out, it's beautiful. I mean, gosh, Mm -hmm. the landscape is, is vast and, and available for you. Mm -hmm. And there's no, like, no matter, like you can think that everything is saturated, blah, 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 whatever. Don't listen to anything. Like you can get this stuff done. You can, you can, if you can dream it, it sounds so cliche. You can do it. Like there's no, you're fine. I promise you you're okay. Like you, there's so much room. There's so much space. Like nothing's being, you're, you're good. If you're somebody who doesn't like, if you're more into personal development and freedom, but like business, your own business isn't your thing. The great possibility or the great thing that's happening now with a lot of corporations is they're understanding the, the actual um what the actual capabilities they have now Mm. of 
utilizing the internet, utilizing, you know, Zooms and all this stuff, utilizing the, the, what we've put into place technology to be able to hire across the world. And so there's so many, so much possibility for corporations who are now allowing for tons more remote workers Mm -hmm. and there's money to be made in all situations because a lot of companies who are not, who Mm -hmm. are trying to go back to what was before COVID are getting with like so much challenge yes because everybody's changed their lives most companies not all like retail workers and stuff like that it's a little bit different but if you're not in that um most companies had to had to quickly learn how to navigate the new arena when covid first started and everybody was on lockdown and if they did if they utilize that to their advantage they're still doing that now some people may come back into the office but they are able to now get more remote talent across the world, which opens up the job pool for everybody. And it's freaking amazing. Mm. So there's opportunities for everybody everywhere around the world right now. And Mm. although there's still a lot of challenges that are coming with lockdown and us, we, us feeling like our freedoms are taken away as citizens Mm. of the world and, and, you know, whether you believe whatever about the pandemic and COVID and all this other stuff, right? We're not going to get into that, but whatever you believe about it, here's the truth. There's still opportunity inside of all of this. And, um, if anything, it taught us, like, we need to be more diligent about our time Mm. and the, what we, what we see is freedom. Like, what do we want in our lives and what do we want for our lives and Mm. making sure we're on the path to get that. Yes, I, yeah, totally. I, I really think that, you know, we can go down the path where you're watching all the, the media, all the news, reading the articles, getting scared that there's going to be another lockdown or mandatory vaccinations or that my freedom has been taken away from me. And, you know, before COVID, I was traveling around the world for 18 months nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> like, a big yeah. part of my life, running retreats around the world, doing photo yeah. shoots, events, workshops, speaking. Um, so, yeah, I could be poor me you know my lifestyle's been taken away or whatever but I've come to the and yeah there's been times of that feeling that definitely anytime more and more of this happens it's about coming to the place of well I've got to create more freedom and whatever that looks like for me now and show more people how to have that as well this is a great opportunity like you said of actually being able to make way more money, connect with more people in a different way and, um, and, and really have that independence and personal power, I think as well. And, and I love, it ties into what you're talking about before as well. I think that adaptability and flexibility to change is so important. And having, you know, having had so many different businesses, like you've gone through so many iterations of you, um, I think a lot of people go, oh, well, I can't change what I'm doing. They're scared to change what they're doing. Or they might be like, I, I work with and also am connected with a lot of people who are making, you know, maybe multi six, seven, multi seven figures. Yeah. And they might have made their name and their money from doing a specific thing, but I see a lot of them, and this is what I'm really like um, 
passionate about that they get caught up in just doing the same thing, even though the passion isn't still there. And it's like, but then I'll lose my money or I can't talk about this thing because people know me to talk about this thing. But I think that change is so important. And if we don't change, we end up sabotaging ourselves and going backwards anyway. So yeah. Like what's, yeah, what's your relationship with change and all those iterations you've had, what came up for you to be able to then make that shift? I think they were actually just blessings in disguise because the biggest thing that I've, I've known and that, that has actually helped me and catapulted me is my ability, like we talked about, to, to grasp change to mm-hmm. to honor change to to follow you know the crazy <laughs> that that I feel sometimes and I just like you said you know when you're working with you know seven figure entrepreneurs who have made their name in a specific way and you see the back end of their business like you and I have seen it mm-hmm. and they're literally like in corners like they don't want to get up in the morning they hate their business they hate their life and then on top of that they're now responsible for so many people because they're paying people and all this is happening and everything else and they're absolutely they they feel that they can't there's no way they can change otherwise like they're going to lose it all so I tell my clients who who, like aren't there yet but I'm Mm -hmm. prepping or we're working there I'm like imagine that I'm like imagine waking up to have a multi seven figure business that you can barely get out of bed because you're in such fear. You hate what you're doing. You, you absolutely despise. You don't even know yourself anymore, but you have to do it. Otherwise, like everything's going to fall. Everything's going to fall. I'm like, this is the reason why I tell you, or this is the reason why I work so diligently with individuals on understanding the spiritual side of business and like knowing when to like follow your soul because it's 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 the intangible things sometimes that are the best not only money makers but the best for you mm-hmm. i say all the time i'm like you know what people don't follow me or people don't hire me because they want to be me in a sense mm-hmm. um or it's not that they want to be me. They see the freedoms in the sense that I have. And they're like, how do you do that? And it's because of the fact that like, I teach individuals how to follow their soul. I teach them how to build businesses that work with them and not against who they are. And Mm. I think that's the challenge when we don't think that like who we are, the way that we do things, our, our uh, idiosyncrasies or our, um, flaws are our biggest assets mm. that we can utilize and there and then the other thing is like oh I can't do that like I can't work like that or I can't build a business like that I'm like who said who yeah. said just because coach a over here like he's making yes. 85,000 a day like okay I'm not there yet but I'm still like I'm like but I've seen the inside of their business honey you're fine um yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the thing is it's like you when you build like that, mm. then you don't have to always worry about those things. Like things are going to come no matter what, but like, you're not going to wake up one day in fear that you're going to lose it all yeah. because you've seen, you've done, you've gone through this rodeo, you know yeah. how to do this. And, yeah. and sometimes we do feel crazy. Sometimes we're like, are you serious? Like what in the world? Or like, you know, an opportunity comes and you're like, no, 
Like who would say no to this? But if it's not what your soul is, is, is saying yes to, if it's not the path you're supposed to go on and you trust, you trust you and your intuition and your guidance, you have to know it's always this or something better. And when we are, when we are groomed in a way where like, you're told A, B, C, D, this is how it has to be. This, 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 this is the only way Then mm. you, you can make money. I'm not saying that you can't, mm. but you run a high risk of burnout. You run a high risk of like, oh my God, I'm never like, yeah, I, of, of, of like, this is the worst thing ever. Like it's yeah. like people like, oh, prime your river. You're sitting on multiple seven figures. I'm like, <laughs> But their pain is still valid because they can't even be themselves. Mm. They can't. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to change and adapting and understanding, like when you understand it's a part of life, you're not going to fight it so much. Like mm. even I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a situation, not even a situation. I'm in a, a phase right now where I'm like, not even I hate everything. I'm like, nothing is even good enough for me anymore. And it's not in the bratty, like bougie way. It's more so that my whole being has upgraded. So mm -hmm. now I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. What is all of this? None of this. And it's like, <laughs> crap, you know, you kind of get in the middle of it. You're like, where am I again? <laughs> like I just literally. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, who is she? Mm. where what do I like what way am I going to to adapt my business now to fit what works for me this yeah. level of me because yeah. the old stuff I can't it's not it's not it yeah. it's I can't do it I'm not I'm over it it's done yeah and like if I was so set on like, it has to be this way, I'd be like running up against walls all day and now it's yeah. more so like here I am again, <laughs> yeah. we're in a whole different, you know, avenue. And it started slowly. You'll be like, I hate, not hate, but I'm like, I hate this. I don't like this. Ew, gross. Oh my yeah. God. And you'll feel like a big brat or like, what the hell is my problem? And it's just like, you've outgrown it all. Yeah. Nothing. It's, it's yeah. just time for something new. But if you fight that, yeah. if you don't trust that yourself, yeah. Um, it'll be a forever uphill battle and you will hate business and yeah. hate life as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think I relate so much because I've just been going through the same thing. And <laughs> it's like, if you go back, it's like, oh, well, I'm starting again or whatever. It's like you said, it's the new version. It's not, I'm starting again because that's going right. back. And it's right. like, you can't go back because you have evolved since then. So the business, the offering, the life has to evolve because you are an evolution of yourself. You have changed. You're, you can't do the same thing because you are not that version of you anymore. And it's like, and it will, it will happen differently. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I've just been through that, having my third child last year and not working very much. I actually had to let go of so much to allow the space to receive someone supporting me, which was like, before that, it was like, oh, I can't do that. And all this stuff came yep. up to me around, well, oh, men think they're better than women and he's just going to take everything and um, I'll lose my purpose and I'll lose my voice. And it's like, no, actually I received so much support, love and money whilst I got to be mum for a little while. And then 
shifting back into the leader and the businesswoman while still being mum, but not having my sole um, focus and identity on being mum anymore. It was this identity transformation I had to go through to build my confidence back up or remind myself of my confidence as a leader. And when I was able to do that, I did this just a couple of weeks ago, it was like something just clicked. And I was like, oh, okay. And I almost doubled my income already in like a couple of days. I did that the other week. And it's like, oh, yes. okay. It was just the, I needed to step back into <laughs> right. the identity of it. Yeah. It's always that. Yeah. It, and that's why I'm saying the, the, the multifacetedness of a woman and the roles that we have to play. And, and I think that, um, I know we started talking about this um, on our chat, but I think it's good to bring up here when we talk about like masculine and feminine energies mm. and, and, oh what one that's better than the other but I'm like you know here's the truth one's not better than the other it's just different yeah. and women I think me being and I'm sure you've experienced this I was hyper masculine hyper masculine yeah. and it's gotten me very far like I'm not saying it hasn't mm -hmm. but it's like not the way that I want to operate necessarily anymore and it, it doesn't feel good all the time and it doesn't give me the results that I want either so like yeah. that's another thing where it's like okay I'm learning that like okay that doesn't work but that doesn't mean I shun the masculine or like oh my god that's horrible no yeah. it's just the fact that like now it's once again it's changed it's a different a different way I'm lo looking at things and there's sometimes like when you are boss bitch when you run your own business all right masculine comes in shit mm. has to get done like yeah. like you know it is yeah. what it is but also yeah. there's another way of like, okay, how do I want to do this now? Like there's sometimes where you've got to, you know, shit, it is what it is. You get it done. And it's a very masculine side of business that has to come through. But then yeah. there's also learning how to allow things to come to you and, and to your business yeah. and allowing that freedom where you're like not pushing. Yes. Where you are, where, where you are not afraid to set your boundaries, not afraid to say what you want or anything else, but also allowing everybody else to rise up to you. Yes, yeah. So, and that's more of the feminine side and, yeah. and understanding and understanding that and the power that you have inside of, of your femininity as well is super important. And men have feminine sides too. Like we, we all have it, but yeah. um, understanding how to utilize that, especially as a mom and especially like, when you were playing multiple roles, like I know that yeah. like when I'm in boss mode, that a little bit more of the masculine side comes out. But yeah. like if I'm on my calls or this or that, then mom, mom has to kick in. That's a whole different other thing. And then yeah. if I'm going on a date or something else like that, or, you know, meeting a new yeah. guy or whatever else, like switch off feminine has to come back in now because I know what type of man I desire. So if yeah. I come in masculine, then either I'm going to get a, probably a more of a feminine man, which nothing is wrong with it if you like that, mm. or I'm gonna be butting heads with another alpha, which I don't want. Like I know yeah. what I want in relationship. So yeah. I know the role that I get to play in that. And that's the beauty I think of women is the mm. fact that like, we are so, not that men are dumb, like we're so super smart and we're so, we have so many talents and gifts to mm. be able to be that chameleon. And, and you have to allow yourself to do that and like, look at that as a, a, a blessing and not a curse. Yeah. We can be anything that we want to be to anyone at any time. And we have the knowledge, like mm -hmm. 
that's the other thing. Men tend to not know everything necessarily or not know a lot about femininity. Like they have some natural stuff in there, but they, mm-hmm. they know the man side of stuff. Women, we know it all. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. And when it comes to sales, marketing, all that stuff, when you know both sides of all of that, mm-hmm. you are unstoppable, dude. Your goal. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's like some people could take that as well and go, oh, well, I've got to, you know, be fake or not be me or whatever. And I think, but it's doing it in the way that you described, it's shining out all these different parts of you at different times. And actually I was talking to my son last night and he was being really silly before bed and he like annoys his sisters and he just doesn't (laughs) listen. And I was able to talk to him instead of getting angry and go, stop annoying your sisters or stop being silly. I was, I said, to him hey Gabriel I love your silly fun playful nature like I love that about you but right now it's time to calm down for bed and like there's a time and a place for it and um and my partner said it to him on the weekend as well. He's like, dude, you got to read the room. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And he, he, <laughs> and he, he, he know. Listened, like he switched on and he was like, I could really see him sinking it in and listening. And he's, then he shared a story with me and he said, yeah, my teacher um, said that to me as well. She said, you're the funniest kid in the class, but you've got to know when to be funny and when to calm down. And so it was like, instead of me snapping or getting angry, I was able to have that conversation. And it's like, if we go through that as adults, our kids go through that as well. And it's not about putting on a mask or being something that is not you. It's that you have all these different pieces of you and being all of you and accepting and loving all of that yeah yeah it's it's it is a challenge but it's a beautiful it's a such a beautiful thing and it's so funny because I was talking to my daughter today daughter's 17 uh, and a tourist so there you go um and so she's my oldest but like she's going through some like she got suspended from work today mm. and this is her first you know experience and all of this or whatever else and I was like what happened yeah. and so I got her story and then me being helicopter mom of course trying to get better at that but I like called the manager I'm like what happened so you know between her and the manager there's always the truth in the middle we don't know mm. but what I was trying to tell her she's like well how come everybody else can do this and I get you know it's me like I get in trouble and I'm like I need you to understand and so there was like the masculine feminine that had to care I'm like honey nobody gives a shit about you and I'm saying this in the best way possible like you have to learn when you get in the workforce and stuff like that not everybody's gonna be your friend not everybody's gonna like you she's she's a hard, you know, a hard exterior, but really soft on the inside. So I don't think she understands. And I'm like, when it comes to business, honey, it's mm. about productivity. It's about this. It's about that. So as cute as it is, as great as your friend, you know, your friend, you work with your friend, which I told you you probably shouldn't because you guys are talking all the time. It's probably why you got in trouble. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm like, but when you're on somebody else's time clock, honey, like nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Like, you have to understand that, you know, she's a little sad, like she's crying. They're going to give her another chance or whatever else. And I'm like, but also no, like they're now going to watch you like a hawk, babe. Like as soon, like if you go back, they're going to watch you like a hawk and it's going to feel even more unfair. It's going to feel like this and that. And she's like, well, how come they get to and everybody else? Cause I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's those parts and understanding, like, you know, if with our kids and every, and just even as adults, so understanding like all of that, like, 
Like you said, there's so many, you got to read the room. You got to understand what's going on. You have to like, there's so much that goes into communication and business and people. Mm-hmm. And, and as an entrepreneur, you get to learn and you get to start to master all of that. Um, yeah. and understand all of that. And as a woman, especially that's your gift. Mm. That is absolutely your gift. And sometimes we look at it as it's unfair. How come we have to do it? How come I, and I'm like, why not you though? Mm. Why not? I, I have to change my perspective on that. Why not me? I, mm. I am the best. Like my, you know, my children, um, we're not together. I'm not together anymore with their fathers and everything else. And sometimes it is challenging. I have three. So like you have three, but mine are older. And I get asked all the time, like, how did you do that? Like, how, how do you do it now? And I'm very, and a very involved parent. And I say I'm a solo parent, not like a single, because I do have, I do have help. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's like, I had to get over the fact of like, some of the unfairness in the sense of like mm-hmm. their dad does a lot right but I do more <laughs> like yeah. I, just, I just really do yeah and as a woman I think sometimes we when we talk about work all of the stuff that we get to be right mm-hmm. and when it comes especially to kids it's like how come I have to do all of this mm-hmm. and I had to switch that from why not me yeah why not yeah. I'm the best at yeah. at at advocating for my children. Mm. I'm the best at, you know, taking them to their, the places that they have to be all across the world at the same time, all three of them, because their dad would lose his shit, like lose it. Like it would just not be, it would just not be good. I'm the best at that. I'm the best at advocating for their education. So as much as I want to be like, life isn't fair. How come he doesn't do 50% of this and blah, 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 blah. Why not me? I was, yeah. I was given this because I'm the best. I chose to be the best at doing this. So yeah. when we think about some of the unfairness in, in the workplace and, and in the world with women and men and this and that, mm-hmm. we can you can fight the good fight. I'm not saying don't, mm-hmm. but also sometimes you got to change your perspective and think about why not me? I'm the fucking best at what I do. So if anybody can handle this shit, it's me. And exactly. we have to to kind of put that hat on and go with that. And when we change that perspective, we get more of what we want. Like I I had a bit of that, oh, it's unfair kind of thing when uh, with my baby. So I've got, I've got three kids to two different dads. One of them lives in Portugal over the other side of the world. He hasn't seen the kids for two years now. And my, my current partner, who's the father of the youngest, he lives an hour away. So I only see him on the weekends at the moment. And, um, and even when we were living together, I was doing all the nights because I'm breastfeeding and it made sense. Um, and I had periods of times where it's like, it's not fair. I just want a full night's sleep. Why can't he do more? But I wasn't realizing when I was in that mindset that he was supporting me so much emotionally. Um, and he might not have been physically supporting me as much, but he was supporting me and all three kids two who weren't even, you know, biologically his supporting them so much. And so there's different ways that we can receive support. And if we're in that, I'm not, you know, it's not fair perspective or mentality, then we don't see or, and have gratitude for all the good stuff that is there and going on. And it's that ebb and flow as well. Sometimes you will do more in one area and less in another. And and that support can come from different areas. Maybe it's not coming from the father. Maybe it's coming from, 
you know, your mom or your cleaner or your, your team in your business. And I think as a woman, we need to realize that we can do it all, but we don't have to do it all. And calling in that tribe, that community, that support. Um, And from what you said before, that balance of the masculine and the feminine as well, and how it's sometimes it's more this and more that it's, I think, especially in those beginning phases, the zero to hundred K kind of thing, we might have to have a bit more masculine, but then you're off and you're not working. You need that massive self-care as well. So you don't burn yourself out. And then the people who are already at the six, multi six going to seven and, and beyond, that's when you need to call in more, like delegate, outsource more and be in more of that. Oh, I can receive, I've built this. Now I can receive this. Um, what's been what's been your journey with like juggling the kids and work and your own health and your own social life and whatever else yeah it's been a lot like I will be honest that now that my kids are older so my youngest is 11 and my oldest is 17 so I I have a little bit more space and freedom when it comes to that stuff now um but I was you know I'll be honest I was very like I, I will do it all. I will do it. Even when I was with their father, I will do it all because he worked like third shift. I think he worked, well, we were saving for, we're doing a lot. So he worked third shift um, and first shift or second shift. I can't remember at times he always worked two jobs or either he was in a job in school. So mm-hmm. I always felt like I took a lot of the, the kids stuff too, because even though at the time I was in corporate and I was just starting entrepreneurial stuff, like I just, I just took that on and it wasn't, you know, quote unquote fair, but we figured out, we made it, we made it work. And for me, I think the biggest thing is allowing for help and, and, and putting that into place, not like, not um, just talking about it, like mm-hmm. actually put that into place and being honest about what you need to, uh, I say this to my clients all the time, like, what do you need to perform at your highest and don't deny yourself that. Mm-hmm. So you have to be honest. Like, do I need a nanny? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or a mom or like, you know, a grandparent or something. Okay. Like mm-hmm. don't shame yourself for it. Coaching. Do I, you know, I don't say, do I need, do I desire? And will I do the work with mm-hmm. a coach? Mm. You know, and that's the other thing is because sometimes in the coaching space, you've seen it, we've all experienced it where it's like, I need this. And then you're paying like ridiculous amounts of money. You're not doing the work or it's the wrong type of individual to support you. And then you get jaded because you're like, I spent all this money that I really didn't have on something that didn't even really work. Mm. And like, it's just this whole story. So I'm like, you know what? My clients never need me. It's a desire. It's Mm. an absolute desire. Mm-hmm. And because I did the same thing, like I've gone times with coaches and without coaches, I don't give a shit. I'm going to get done what I'm going to get done, like with yeah. or without you, I'm doing this. So yeah. which way do I want to do it? Do I want more support? Do I want someone who's been there? Do I want someone who can kind of like realign me when I go off on my 97 tangents? Like, yes, you know? And so it's you you have to be honest and truthful about what it what is it that I desire Mm -hmm. and what is it that I quote unquote and I use need very lightly because we can do anything but need to put in place to allow myself the support and the thing is with people who are very alpha as well a lot of the times we don't allow support we yeah. don't allow yeah. anybody to come in or even if we do we like micromanage that type of support and then just 
brush them off and you're like, nobody can do this like I can. So they might as well just go, you know, like, no, let's do it. And, and that's, you know, we have to understand too, like when it comes to support, like, okay, in business is a little different. Like if you have assistance and things like that, like there's a period of time where you probably have to teach them your way. Yeah. But if you trust this person, right. And if you, if you really have a good feeling and you trust and you're hiring them the right way, then you have to understand that there is your way and it probably works, but they were hired for their expertise. So yeah. you got to let them go and, and see what they can do because yeah. sometimes it's better than what you even imagine is better than what the way that you're doing it and yeah. if it's not it's okay because we can always adjust but yeah. sometimes I think when we hire out it's like it has to be perfect blah 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 everything no that's not yeah. that's not how it works I'm just like got know? a good attitude <laughs> and I think yeah you've got to you know and yeah. The other thing is we're not a large corporation. We don't have a whole training manual. So sometimes, you know, it's humans. We got to allow for that. But yeah. I think the biggest thing is allowing that help, acknowledging the fact of being okay with the, the fact that you're like, hey, I need help. Mm. I desire help. Mm. And not to say that you have to hire out like a whole team right away if you don't have the income, right? Like yeah. don't spread yourself super, super thin in that manner because if you if you're... If I say your nervous system can't handle that, then it's all going to fall. Like some people can really work under pressure that way and they can hire people and it'll like push them to make more money. Yeah. And sometimes, no, like sometimes it'll completely like just F you up. Like, and you'll be like, I can't do, you know? And then you'll be like, I can't run a business. I can't do this. No, honey. You just bit off a little bit more than you can chew. And you fried your nervous system. So like, you can't, you can't force yourself to do that. So start small. If it's two hours or three hours, right? Just start a little bit. And then you can stair step your way. I always say stair step your way to the quantum leap. You don't have to quantum leap right away. Quantum mm. leaps are always available. They're never going to leave you. Like, mm. don't worry about it. But if you can't get there right away and you can't hold that capacity that you're trying to quantum leap to, then stair step your way there until you can quantum leap. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, totally. And there's so many different ways to receive support as well. Like if someone doesn't have the, the money for it, you can do a swap. You can, you know, ask a family or friend member, uh, like a friend or family member. Um, I, I used to be very in like, I'm an individual, I can do it all. And I, people just thought I had it all together. Even when I was like, why is no one helping me? Or why is no one? And it's like, well, you've created that. And now it's like, well, yeah, I support myself. I have money to support myself and my kids. Um, but my partner's mom sent me a couple hundred dollars the other day. And it's like, okay, I can receive that. Thank you. Absolutely. I, out to dinner, I never turned you know? away money. I'm like, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> but really, in the past. Giving me cash. Yeah. Like, oh, give it to me. I wouldn't have even received that not too long ago because of what I was putting out there. And now it's like, okay, sure. You want to do that. And it feels good for her. That's her like love language, you know, to support and give to others, but also know when it's like, okay, to say, no, thank you. Like it's that balance between, yes, I can receive. And also I can speak up and have my boundaries as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, we've been talking for an hour already. I could talk to you all day. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> we'll have to do another one of these, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for, for coming on today. It's been a great chat. Um, where can people find you? And is there any last kind of words that you wanted to share? 
Um, okay. The biggest thing I probably want to say in, in all of this is like, um, when it comes to entrepreneurship, especially as a woman, especially as if you're a marginalized individual or just at any case, honestly, you get to do business and you get to do life in the way that you desire. And anybody who tells you differently, don't, don't run far away from them. Mm. But this all comes down to you trusting yourself you really getting to know you, you understanding that every single flaw, every single thing that you thought was wrong with yourself is actually quite right. It is your unfair advantage that you have to use inside of business. Mm -hmm. And you have to be flexible, open, and, and adapting to, to the ever-changing world that we, we live in. And also know that like, you just because you're worthy of it all doesn't mean you're entitled to it mm. so we gotta work like mm. don't be afraid of the work because it gets so much easier I promise you mm. but if you try to if you're trying to like step over that right like if you're trying to like get out of the work you won't get there you mm. you, you will not get there so you can have it all but it's an absolute choice and for those who choose, you've got to be open to doing the work and not afraid of the work, understanding that the work only is the work for a little bit. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's just like, give, give it a little bit of time and then it'll be the ease and the flow and the joy and the, you know, money, money beyond belief and things just coming out of nowhere. But that starts, you know, I always think of it as waves, like it's momentum. You got to create momentum because if you're not creating momentum, there's nothing that can come to you. It's just like a flat, like if you think about the ocean, it's just sitting there. Yeah. But when the ocean comes in with waves, that's when stuff moves. So waves are, are the momentum. So like be okay with the work, the momentum that'll bring you all of the things that you're asking for and that you desire. And then you get to surf. <laughs> like, then you're like, Whoa, life is great. <laughs> Oh my God. Like, no, yeah. I don't have to paddle anymore. I get to chill. I get to like be in the sun. I get to be cute. So yeah, don't be afraid of the work. Allow the momentum to come. Allow yourself the help. Allow yourself help. Nobody gets there on their own. And if they do, they're miserable. So allow, yeah. allow yourself help. And, and you get to decide, like we talked about, like, we all want freedom right? I think that most of you who are listening, Ellie and I, like freedom, but that, that means different things to different people. Mm -hmm. So you've got to decide what your freedom is and mm -hmm. don't stop until you get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Thank you. Um, and where can people find you? Um, the easiest place right now, because my website, which is the Shayla Lothar is under construction um, and they're waiting on pictures from me. So sorry. Um, <laughs> You can do it all like, on our website too, guys. I know, we're doing a whole new thing. So I don't know what's going on over there, but they're waiting for pictures. I gotta go take them. Um, so it's probably, it probably says under construction or something else like that. I don't know. But um, Shayla T. Locklear on Facebook, Shayla Unlimited on Instagram. Those are the two best places to find me. I'm on LinkedIn as well, but I haven't updated that in years. So whatever. Okay. Um, this is another thing you can make, you know, you can make millions and exactly. not have all your shit to be just saying. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those two are the best places. And once my website is up, it's theshaylalocklear.com. Then you can find me there. So I'd love to chat with any of you guys on any of those platforms.
yeah awesome cool thanks so much we'll have to do another one of these as well because yeah that just went so quickly no it was like an hour oh my God. <laughs> they're probably like where's our food <laughs> here we go mom's again <laughs> awesome thanks thank you guys